Welcome to the I Was Too Busy podcast, where we talk about life, love, and all the other things we don't have time for. What's going on, y'all? Hi, everybody. It's Ashley. And Shubay. And we're back. Another episode of I Was Too Busy. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if today today to ask me that. (laughs) Man. I, I, I have actually had a long week. Not even a long day. I've had a long week. But I'm here. Mama I'm made here. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, here on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> You're like, how are you? Did you make it? Barely. Barely. <laughs> P.O.P. Hold it down. Hold it down. <laughs> I mean, I had a um, a decent week. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, I'm running on fumes today too. So <laughs> it's tired. Um, but yeah, not much. Just been very event uneventful. Um, ooh, I mean, I started school this month. Okay, so tell us more. I'm getting my master's degree in um, management and leadership. Okay. So stay tuned. Okay, I'll let you know if I'm blowing my head off later. <laughs> but oh, well, please don't do that. Right now, um, I haven't even like really started. Is it still with the same school? Yeah, it's with WGU, so it's going to be competency-based. I feel really good about it because I only have six other classes left to do. Mm, it's a lot of papers. It's a lot of writing about. It's, like, really based on leadership, so which is, like, my passion. So I'm like, this is the degree. This is the degree I wanted, but the MBA I felt was more recognizable, so I went for that one first. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We haven't we haven't seen each other in a little bit. I know. I've been I've been a little MIA, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was um a series of things. So the um location that we record at wasn't available. That was kind of oh, the, yes. the first challenge. Yes, yes. Um and then just you know, life and life and we really be too busy. Like it's really like I'm really trying to get it together. Yo. I've gotten to the point where like I feel like I'm not fulfilling my obligations. In life? Yeah. Well, not to like people, you know, like I feel like I'm like, eh, actually, I can't. I know I said I was going to. Yeah. But actually, I was wrong. <laughs> sorry, I didn't My come. Bad. I didn't want to. Like, I didn't want to. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry I didn't, didn't want to come. I didn't want to come. Yeah. So I need to, I need to get it together. I've been like in a little bit of a rut, I think. Okay. I don't know why. Um, But I think it's because I'm ugly right now. Like, I ain't got my nails done. My eyebrows not done. I've been just waking up, going to work. I ain't even wearing makeup. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it together next week. <laughs> really? I'm not even gonna lie. Like my nails need to feel like yeah. I need to feel real bad. And... You need to feel mine gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel you. The best thing I ever did was get my brows micro shaded because, like, I'm yeah. like at least my brows are like done. Um, I played around with like false care, so I had like fake lashes, but. Um, I feel you when you're like, I just ain't been looking good, so I don't feel good. Yeah, it's it's also I don't know I don't know about you, but I'm tired of it being hot. Like we're in an excessive mm-hmm. heat warning. I'm like one thirteen, one fourteen, one fifteen. Why are these our highs? Literally, you walk outside, you it feels like a blow dryer. We almost there. We almost we're there. Um, almost there. We almost, almost there. there. Um, <laughs> we gonna get there. But we're not there yet, and that's the problem. <laughs> I think for me, it'd be the worst when it's nighttime, and I look at my phone, it'd be 100 degrees. I'd be like, come on, There's bro. not the, any sun out. I'm like, like what on, is man. going on? But you know what? <laughs> like, it, it's so hot. So I was in San Diego this last weekend, and, like, literally getting off the plane in the tar- like on the plane it was cool you know because like it's it's like seven it was like 75 80 degrees in san diego so then when i got off the plane after atlanta here i was like walking through what's it called Cortland, the- uh harry reed no, international no no, no. The, oh. the tunnel he got mad when i called it a tunnel the tarmac is that what it's called the tarmac yeah that little thing you could like literally feel like it, it felt like somebody had come and sucked the air <laughs> No, literally. Like, it, it was so hot. And I was like, I want to go back. I want to go. But I want to go back. <laughs> but not here, home. Like, let yeah. me get out yeah. of here. No, seriously, I need to get to a place where I'm making enough money to be gone 
first six months. Oh my god! You and might as well just back. move. Uh, yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. So okay. yeah. Anyway, well, how's how's everything else going? Because I feel like I ain't even really been at church. My bad. Y'all. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I missed two Sundays in a row. Uh, every I mean, church is good. Um, it's same old, same old. I'm up there. I sing. Somebody Christ, falls out. Christ the Lord. <laughs> Christ the no, I'm just kidding. It's it's been it. I've been going through an interesting like transition personally, and so um, I'm like we'll have to talk more about it offline. But so I see things during service like, and I'm like, wow, like God is really amazing. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, I'm not trying to like you know turn this podcast into a preach, but I'm I'm like I'm seeing things, and I'm like, wow. Look, I don't know. This is going to sound very churchy, but I'm like, wow, we're really lucky that he chose to come in this space and and disrupt service in this way. That is beautiful. Yeah, I think, and maybe it's just me changing. I'm just like, little things that I used to be like, because I definitely was one of those people like, it don't take all that. <laughs> like, why are they doing that? Why are they acting like that? <laughs> really? Yes. Be, well, you have to understand, like, I didn't grow up in church. So I used to see stuff. I'm like, man, she be crying every week. Like, y'all don't see sister so-and-so. Every week she get the altar. <laughs> hey, y'all, so, she calling me out right now. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> so now, like, being older and seeing things, and I'll be like, no, I, I, I get it. And so, like, when I see things move in other people, I'm like, wow, look at God. It's He's so good. That's beautiful. I'll be I'll be sad when I miss church, but because we be like, sometimes you gotta church is like we had a time. Last no, really, night. that's what I hate when y'all be texting and during <laughs> service when I'm not there because I'd be like, what I miss? Y'all be like, y'all see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Could, take me out the group chat. <laughs> is it gonna be on the video? No, you can't see it in the. <laughs> it's not gonna be on the live, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll be I'll be in that thing on Sunday. We in that thing. Right? Short, yeah, no, oh Lord. <laughs> I had to think about it. No, I will be. <laughs> okay, well stay tuned, y'all. No. I'm gonna be there. Are we just gonna come back and let them know? <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man. Well, is it that time? Gotta be. Okay, guys. I mean it's been a I feel like it's been a minute, so <clears throat> La 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 la, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time for Ashley's music moment. This music moment is brought to you by. So I actually don't have like a song as a music moment. Tank came out with an album. I think it's been like two weeks now. Three. I don't know, but what's it r&b money r&b money i was gonna call it r&b general but have you listened to it no i haven't oh my goodness it's so good so it's funny because i was gonna be like this is brought to you by diddy no but um diddy tweeted like like what happened to Mm r&b and somebody wrote him back and was like you killed it (laughs) no but um tank definitely gave like full like r&b vibes obviously it's called r&b money but like every song, it makes me want to like get in my kitchen in like a man's button up t shirt. Oh, okay, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. like and That's dance beautiful. around. I never want to get in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it definitely like I feel like if you have a man, it's very sexy. Like it makes you want to like it, or me. Let me not say you, but it makes you want to like dance for him. I feel like. Uh, the first couple songs, um, it's only two songs that I'm really not liking. It's so interesting. He read it. He redid. I deserve. I'm oh, like, that was a mistake. We don't need. We don't need that. Yeah, we don't need that. And then um, he redid. Um, or he didn't redid do it, but he basically, I don't. It's not a sample, but he pulled from a woman's work by Maxwell. So it's called something else. I could do yeah. without those two songs, but like. Slow, um, slow is featuring Jay Valentine. I'm like this one. Jay uh, Valentine. 
Where yeah. have you been? What is it? Two thousand seven? They actually um do the po- they they have a podcast called R and B Money and oh, they do it together. Gotcha. Um and he does a lot of like writing and producing, so he's still been around in the industry. Oh, okay. Um but he has a song with Alex Isley, No Limit. I think that's m- might be my favorite song um on the album. But Tank just he I don't know, he put out that like I I kinda feel I feel real I feel real sexy and you know, but I'm I'm obviously not like being sexy, but you know, I feel sexy in my house listening to it. Okay, that's fair. Probably won't listen to it then. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm never gonna take another one of your recommendations. I recommend very little, and you're like, I'm not doing that. A Jordan, a journal I for Jordan. Listen, I'm not watching a journal for Jordan. I don't um, understand the rebe- the rebel of that, but <laughs> <laughs> either way. And then my second suggestion, it's you're like, we yeah, don't like Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I'm not going to sing We Don't Talk About Bruno again, but... I said we. I didn't call anybody out. <laughs> yeah, no, I said We Don't Talk About Bruno. Okay. But it's, it, yeah, it's fine. Um, So, yeah, Tank. Okay. R&B money. If you haven't, go, you know, get in your house, light some candles. Set the mood. Go and set the mood oh right. And I'm going to make you feel all right. You know where that's from? No, what is that? Uh, it's Set the Mood by Justin Timberlake. Do you listen to Justin Timberlake albums? Oh, my God. Front to back. I could sing oh. almost everything. You don't listen to Justin Timberlake? Just that one that had like 15 minute songs on it. What, what's that one? I think it's Justified. No. Oh, so then it's the 2020 it's the experience. With Spaceship Coop and all Yeah, that's 2020 that. experience. 2020 experience, yeah. Yeah, you didn't know I was an avid NSYNC fan? Uh, no, I did. I've I've been um, at uh, functions with you guys when NSYNC comes on. So. <laughs> I do know. I just don't know anybody who like. Okay, <laughs> so I'm I'm getting off topic a little bit, but I saw um, Amanda Seals. Um, she like I saw like a clip on Instagram, and she was like, "Can we just accept the fact that NSYNC was better than Backstreet Boys?" And then he was, she was like, "Yeah, like." They're like the the best, and she's like, but NSYNC doesn't have uh, a I want it that way. And then she was like, I'm trying to figure out if I want to end this as a sing along. I think I said this before, but she was like, You are my fire, and like the whole crowd started singing, and I was like, Okay, they got that one. You watched her Netflix special? Yeah, I love Amanda. I hate Seals. her. <gasps> <laughs> I do not like her. I'm like, I love her. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Whew, man, we've been on opposite sides of so <laughs> much. Um, I am not an Amanda Seals fan. She did do great in um, Insecure, but that's all I have for her. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. I even had somebody one time that was like, you know who you remind me of? And I was like, oh, who? She's strong and powerful, uh-uh. and she speaks her mind. And I was like, "Ooh, who?" And it was like Amanda Seals. I said, "Get away from me!" <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so you hate Amanda Seals, but speaking about strong and powerful, oh, oh, okay. yeah, that's a good segue into our it is topic of the day. Today we will be talking about. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. That's that's too formal. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um. Obviously, I feel like everyone has heard and has been talking about like um, the soft life. Mm-hmm. So, so what's funny is like when I first was like, "Oh yeah, we should talk about the emergence of like the soft girl era." As I feel like, as soon as I said that, like the world changed their mind on soft girl. I don't want to be soft no more. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Th- it like I, people started to like or change the the direction of what it meant or like they had like strong opinions opposing it and i was like what is happening <laughs> like it it suddenly became this thing where it seemed like i had said i wanted to talk about like kevin samuels <laughs> <laughs> um it I, I mean for me so i obviously i was doing some research on it um I don't want to call it research because that sounds like I was like really reading scholarly journals or something. Right. (laughs) I was on TikTok. (laughs) Basically. I'd scroll down Twitter, hit hashtag soft life. Exactly. (laughs) Um, 
And everybody is like crediting it to Jackie Ina, which I didn't realize. Okay. Do you know that? No, I mean, I don't know about her being credited, but I mean, I'm sure I have a thought on that, but finish your, your thought. And no, then let's talk about it. What's your thought on it? Well, because I think what happened with soft life is that it turned, it was this soft life narrative and then it turned into soft life versus black girl luxury. So, cause I felt like what I interpreted soft life as is different now. So like soft life to me is killing the narrative of like being the strong independent woman. Um, like that that's dead the hustle mentality like i'm gonna grind and um what is it like oh just being overworked and like Mm -hmm. like overused i felt like that was like kind of how soft the soft era was defined and even like living in your femininity right and then it turned into black girl luxury where it's like i'm living the soft life because i have a beautiful kitchen and I like candles and I have a thousand perfumes. And I was like, okay, get, I'm, I'm not mad at it. So I even saw some uh, interesting um, perspectives okay. on femininity, right? Because, and it came from, it came from men. I, you, I love men. You guys are great. You know, <laughs> the world would not move forward without you guys. But they kind of hijacked it I think Mm. as a way to turn it and like flip it and attack women so they're like we've I even saw somebody say Kevin Samuels although I I hate to bring him up but Kevin Samuels was like trying to tell you guys to just be softer and now all of a sudden you guys think you have this soft girl era you guys were coming down on Kevin Samuels about it but now he's you guys are basically adopting what he was saying in the first place. So what's the difference? And I, and for me, it was like, I didn't even realize it was about being feminine. I, I thought it was like how you said, like mm. we're just letting go of being the strong black woman. Like, yeah. Or even for me, cause I actually found this tweet of my own from 2018. It was like, I think new year's Eve on tw- uh, new year's Eve, 2018. And I had tweeted, that I saw somebody say that their word of the year was going to be softness. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to adopt that for myself because at that time I I was in a place where I felt like I was just always having to, to fight and like be angry or like I have to stand my ground and prove my point and I have to hold up my boundaries or I'll burn your house down. Like it, I was that person. And so I was like, I don't want to be that person anymore. So I I wanted to like start to change my attitude, I guess. So technically my soft girl era started in 2019. Okay. I'm still struggling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm struggling. (laughs) I think I've made some progress. (laughs) That's valid. I do think I've made some progress, but yeah, for me, it was more about my attitude. Cause like, I think everybody would like describe me as like a firecracker or feisty or like, even at work, somebody, we had this, this boss who like wanted to get rid of some people, but you know, you can't just fire people cause you want to fire them. Right. So I found out that they had formulated a plan to move me to this department and clear it out. So basically what they were saying was that I was just so hard to get along with because of my attitude that it was going to run those people off. They wouldn't have to do anything because I was, they used the phrase I would, that I would be a bull in a china shop. And so when I heard, so of course that's like the angry black woman in the office. I was about to say angry, angry, yes. Yeah. That's where they were going with that. But I feel like I even for some reason started to adopt that. Like I became, y'all said I was the angry black woman. So, okay, fine. I'm going to be the angry black woman. Yeah. And then it came, turned into this thing where I didn't know how to turn it off. Okay. That's where I was like, I, I, I do remember like tweeting that. Like I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this no more. Like, I don't like how people feel around me. I want to change my attitude. I want to be nicer. I want to be more understanding. 
And then so then soft girl hashtag soft girl era yeah. came along, <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're doing this. This is a thing. We doing this. Yeah. The, all all my hey sister. <laughs> We're going to be soft together, girl. And then it turned into um, whatever it is now. <laughs> I told you it turned into black girl luxury. I think it even went further than that. Like, I feel like it, it turned into like damsel in distress. Okay, yes. Because it's like, I don't think it's soft by me saying I don't want to change my, change a tire get and get gas in my car and like right. take out the trash. Like, I don't think that's soft at all. Because... I want a man to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's a soft girl. Air. I don't think. I don't think that's an era thing. But that's maybe my perspective. I feel like when I think of my soft girl era, right? For me, it's like okay, this is. I'm not doing the strong, independent woman behavior. I guess like I'm not screaming. I'm strong and I'm loud. Like I. We're not exhibiting that anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the where the soft era comes from. I'm living a softer life. Like I remember at work, um, I used to be very, very direct manager, right? And I remember one of my performance reviews said that I needed to work on how I gave feedback. And my boss used the words, you have to soften your approach. Right. And so when I think about soft, it's how you, you're soft with yourself too. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to have this hustle. Okay. We're not living that cause we're all super busy, but I'm not yeah, going to have yeah, this we like jobs. We got bills to pay. <laughs> right. But it's like, I'm not going to have this hustle mentality. I'm not going to team no sleep. Right. Um, like it's, I think the soft girl era is about giving yourself rest Giving yourself grace and then finding peace. Uh, make note of that one. No, but really being <laughs> uh, write really, that down. Really being able to be like, okay, these foundationally, this is what I need to be softer. Okay, so let's talk about it. What do you need to be softer? For me, I think number one is probably to give myself grace. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, I should I should know better than that, or I could have done better than that. I don't even know if I would say that's number one, because I need to get rest. I don't even know how to rest. Like, look, I'd be telling what me and my therapist talk about all the time on this podcast, but I was telling her, um, you know, I'm going to go back to school. She was like, I was kind of counting the days to see when you were going to add something else to your plate. You know, like I... It's almost like being not being busy is a sign of laziness. But like, I don't want to say never, but men rarely ever get that same criticism. Like, how many men do you know? They're like, okay, I got to work on my side business. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. But where they're like, I got to work on my side business. I work a job. I'm got to take care of the kids full time. Like it's, it's very rare, not common. Like there are some men who take care of their household. So I don't want to say it like that, but women normally take the brunt of the work. Right. So it's like to learn to be softer. Like when we take on so much, um, I think really requires to not feel, fill the time up so much and really get rest. So I'm like, now I have to take back what I said. Like, I need to, it's like tied. I need to learn how to give myself grace because I'm hard on myself, but I also need to learn how to take rest because when I have too much free time, I'm like, let me fill it with something. And I think that like being able to be like, you know what? No, I need to take like a full day and get sleep. And then the next day when I'm like, okay, I have to pick back up my life. I need to be able to be gracious on myself and be like, well, I could have done this if I didn't lay in bed all day. You know what I mean? Because oh, that's wow. what happened. I never have that thought. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, like I said, it's what I'm working on because I'm like, I could have been more productive. Like, I could have gotten this, 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 and but I just was literally running on, like, I run on empty and then I'm like, okay, I need to sit down. But I think if you could take rest ahead of time, that's you, you're mentally preparing yourself, but then you're being just softer to be like, okay, no, we're going to, Mama's going to take a rest today. 
we don't have kids, but you know what I'm saying? Like to be like, okay, this I got kids. I just took my son to the doctor the other day. I, I was late to work taking my son to the doctor. Okay. No, that's valid. <laughs> I just picked my niece up. Listen, I just picked her up. <laughs> Literally flew into Reno, picked her up, brought her here. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, parenting. Whew. Um, Shout out to y'all. Man. Because when I get tired, I, I tell my sister to come get her kids. But moms, I'm sure the mamas really need to, like, learn how to have a softer life. Because we're single women. But, like, the single mom who really can't find time to take rest. Or the married woman who has to take care of children, herself, or children, her husband, and then herself. And she'll probably put herself last. Okay. I'm not mad at it. So I think the number one, I'm going to say my number one thing to do to be softer would be to learn how to take rest, guilt-free rest. Yes, yeah, see, I don't understand that, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that. I ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> but you literally, I feel like I there's always something that you could be doing, right? When you're resting, like... There's something that could that you could be working on. It'll cross my mind. I could, I'd be like, oh, I could probably go get all this laundry done, and then it'd be Sunday night. I'd be like, I'm gonna just wash a couple shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I just need some for tomorrow. <laughs> you have a more carefree like personality. I definitely know that. Yes, but I also, I also too feel like that's changing a little bit. Okay, just just because I've I. I haven't gained any new responsibility. Maybe I'm taking my responsibilities a little more seriously. Growth. Oh my God, am I maturing? Look at me growing <laughs> up. Growth. <laughs> no, but I think I think for me, um, in order to fully achieve a soft girl life, I I, I need to practice balance. In like almost everything, mm. but specifically my emotions. Okay. I feel like that is what is keeping me from fully being a soft girl. <laughs> Expound. I, I am. I am an all or nothing kind of person when it comes to my emotions. I don't have a middle ground. So it's like if something upsets me, it's fire. Like I just. Let's go. You try me, I want to fight now. Or it's like, I don't care. <laughs> so you don't have the balance. Don't care. I, I hear. I feel that. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and especially for me, it's my anxiety, right? Because that's because I don't have like full control of my emotions. My anxiety is all over the place. And I've noticed it even more now. But I also think it's because I'm being stretched emotionally. So I guess I am growing, but mm-hmm. I, I, maybe the balance is on its way. <laughs> maybe that's what's happening. But I think I need to figure out how to regulate my emotions so that I am not all the way up or all the way down. Dang, I sound bipolar. I'm not bipolar, y'all. I don't think I wasn't. I'm thinking not bipolar. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that you were bipolar at all. I was thinking, I'm like, I need to regulate too. Because, and I think it's, it's always going to be situational. Like, some things but aren't should worth it. Be, it. Though? Yeah. If it's not worth it, then you just don't care about it. But for me, it would be something that I care about. And I'd be like, I just cannot give this my emotions. I, can't, I don't have anything to give to this right now. So it's nothing. Like, that's what I mean. Okay. So I think that that's probably. But do you want to feel that emotion? Like, is that something that you really are saying out of your mouth? I really don't care about this, but you're internalizing it, tucking it. And then seven months down the line, you're like, you know what? Back this, you did this to me and I didn't like it. And now it's resurfaced because you did something else. It's not and now I, it's, it's amplified. I don't, I don't say I don't care when I, when I actually care. Like I'm going to say I care. I'm I'm not that, I'm not that person, but it's like, I, I kind of have this conversation with myself or, or, or not. But it's like, I I don't, I've given so much emotionally to other things, to all the things that I have going on. So if there's one more thing that comes in, 
that is the tipping point, then I will literally just be like, I just cannot. I, I don't have an emotion to give to this right now. So it's out. Done. I'm like numb is what it is. Either I'm numb or I'm extremely angry or extremely emotional. So I feel like I need to find my balance because that's what's holding me back from, I think, even having just normal friendships and relationships. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. because my emotions are like, they don't love you. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like this. They don't love you. Like, I go through that even with with like our friends sometimes. It's like. I want some attention, but then like, do, how crazy do I say? I'll call it up my friends and be like, guys, I need some attention. <laughs> so I just, I just don't, you know what I mean? That's what I need to figure out. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. I need to figure that out. I think, I think I am to the point and we're kind of getting off subject, but we'll, we'll swing it. We'll, we'll spin the block. Um, when it comes to friendships, you just like you you said multiple times on this podcast like this is when you're in a romantic relationship you try to find out what the other person needs uh-huh. if you need something in the friendship then say what you need because we have talked about this multiple times people don't know because they're navigating through their lives right right no and, and that's not a slight that's not a slight to my friends like i feel like if i say i say all the time like hey, i miss y'all like Let's get together. And then we get together. But like, I'm actually a very needy person. So you don't want to be too needy? I could sit up under somebody I love every single day. I absolutely would. So you need more. It's okay to say it. I don't think I need more. I need more balance. I need to relax more. (laughs) I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying like, or not, I, don't I don't need more I from won't our say, friends. I won't say that you need then. Maybe you want more. I don't. Maybe you're downplaying a little bit. No, that's what, that's my, that's my point is like. What I heard you say. I feel <laughs> like I, it's, I don't know, it's weird. Cause like, I feel like I'm a rational thinker, but I'm also not. Mm-hmm. Like I have the ability to, to like rationalize things. Mm-hmm. But first I got to act fool. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I feel like. Like if we're using our friends, for example, if mm. I were to like hit the group chat and be like, y'all, I miss y'all. I need some friend time. Let's get together. And everybody was like, no, <laughs> no, forget you. I'm going to cuss all y'all out. That's going to be my first instinct. Okay. But then after a while, I'd be like, dang, now they got, they got kids and jobs and they got stuff to do. They can't always be with me. That's fair that their their reaction was fair. Nope. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't co-sign that I'm because that's almost that's almost saying that like because you have a life, it's okay for my life to not be important to you. And that I in this that sometimes this era that I'm in my life, it's not acceptable. Well, where does that okay, where does that fit into soft girl life? The softness. That's why I said we'll spin the block because we, we got here. But I'm saying, like, at the point that I'm at in my life, I have we, we talk we've talked about this multiple times, like honoring yourself and stuff. Like, when you start to feel devalued, and I'm not saying that that that's the exact word, but like when you start to be like, well, they have so much going on, so it's okay that they put me on the back burner. Like, how long is that going to be okay? Like you said to your to your point, where you get from, I don't care to fire. You know what I mean? Because like you'll is when you hit the group chat and say, Hey, I miss you. Is that the, now I'm feeling fiery on the inside. Like it's gone too far. No, that's me. That's my warning shot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm so serious. (laughs) (laughs) Me verbalizing something, me, me verbalizing something that is a warning shot. That, that means, that means you bottled it. Yes. Correct. That means, that means that I have held on for as long as I could and like now I'm like, okay, I have to let you know this before this explodes. Okay. So then if I if I if I let off my warning shot and you shoot back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you then, how does that relate to your soft life? Like how are you gonna 
bridge the gap. That's what I'm actually trying to learn right now is, uh, number one, how to regulate myself Mm -hmm. so that I can't. So I think in in relation to soft, being soft, right? For Mm -hmm. me, that's like me not exploding. That's me never getting to fire. Yeah. Right? So I need to... I need to learn to process what I'm feeling to make sh- sure that what I'm feeling makes sense. Because I I think if we're going back to like trauma and all that stuff, like our mm-hmm. childhood, all of that, that's what's causing me to behave irrationally. Okay. So then I have to be like, okay, everybody d- d- sh- d- stop moving. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> like, you know, like I got to figure this out. Yeah. So then I have to like almost I I've gotten to the point now where I write I write it out. So it's like I literally ask myself, "Why are you upset?" Okay. And then and sometimes I don't answer right away cuz I I might have to think about it. But it's like, "Why are you upset?" And then it's like um is is what you're feeling actually valid? Is what you're feeling actually what's happening? Because I think I get to the point as far as like when I feel slighted, I sometimes don't even know why, right? So I'm like, I'm just mad. And then I'll sit there and be like, why am, why did that make me mad? <laughs> what happened? So I got write it out. And then I feel like I'm able to kind of balance it out that way. What I want to get to is for that to almost be a knee-jerk reaction. I don't have to take the time to sit there, write it out, think about it. Because most of the time I probably overreacted before I got to the point of writing out why am I mad. So I was like journaling was going to be my suggestion. But I think that you also shouldn't invalidate yourself by saying, well, is this emotion valid? If you felt it, it belongs to you. So it's valid. I, I, Wait a minute. Okay. Before okay, you okay. rebuttal okay, me. Okay. Okay. If you felt it, then it's valid. Was it a, maybe a, a overreacted That's emotion? What I mean. Then... You can process that. But I think to go, well, was this feeling really valid? Maybe when you're writing, go, why was I triggered by this? Like, what part of me didn't like that? Yeah, that's the same. That's, that's, yeah, I treat it the same way. Right. You interpreted the way that you interpreted. But what I'm saying is, I I mean the same thing that you're saying. Okay. Because I'm like, when you say, well, was this emotion valid? Well, you felt it. So, it's valid. Like to say like, oh, well, that's not valid. No, you had it. No, it, was, what I, it, it what, lived and breathed What, what there. I mean is like, again, going back to like my trauma and mm-hmm. things like that, it causes me to see something in a different way. So I understand that people have different intentions. Mm-hmm. And so because of what I've been through and the way my brain is wired, I may receive it the wrong way. I may receive it the opposite of the way that they intended it. So that's what I mean when I'm like, is, is this for real? Or are you, I, that's another question too, for a different situation. But I also like asking myself, like, is, is that really what happened? Because I think too, I see it through my victim eyes. You know what I mean? So then I have to, I have to be like, mm. I don't think it's fair for me to just play victim and say that somebody wronged me because I feel like wrong, like somebody, when somebody hurts me, it feels like it was malicious, but it couldn't. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they they made the best decision for them, and it affected me negatively. That doesn't mean that they did it on. They did it to intentionally hurt me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, I don't know who I. I'm basically my own therapist at this point. I don't know what's going. On. I don't know who I think I am. <laughs> But it's a part of my soft girl era <laughs> to regulate these emotions. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to get there. I just want to be. I want to be. I just want to be happy. Grounded. Oh, that's what I want. <laughs> I want to be grounded. And I think that's a part of, of being soft for me because I've had to be hard because I wasn't grounded. That's valid. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think the beautiful thing about the soft era, the soft season, the soft life journey, whatever you want to call it, is it does belong to the person. Now, I can tell you 
one thing I don't agree with when it comes to the soft life. And I could get canceled, but who going to cancel me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Soft life does not belong to white women. Okay. It had to be said. Sorry. Because what part of their life is really hard? No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm not going to say that like white women don't experience any hardships because they're women and, you know, we don't even have full control of our bodies in America. But the soft life was specifically created. Um, a brown black woman and as killing that strong black independent woman or the angry black woman narrative. So like when I see soft life videos and it's just like someone who does not have melanin walking around their kitchen, I'm like, if you were doing this before, is it really? And I think that was like upon my research, I stumbled on this girl who's like, I've been doing the soft life thing for at least the last six years. And it's like, uh, you're missing the mark. This, this this doesn't apply to you. I'm going to have to disagree. Okay, go go for I it. I feel like race is not a factor in this. Mm-mm. I ain't going to let them have this one. That's No, that's fair. I feel like... Um, I feel like things um, can start one way and then be evolved to include other people. Okay. It's like... It's like Christmas. <laughs> what? Where is this going? I mean, like, they're traditions, right? Like, the the tradition or the Christmas that we know right now mm-hmm. started with a specific group of people. Oh, okay. And then other people adopted it. And then other people adopted it from there. And then other people adopted it. And then they adapted. They changed whatever they needed to change for mm-hmm. it to fit them. So That's you're saying this... Sh- so it started as it started as black women needing a, a uh, not needing, but a de- they had a desire to change this angry black woman mm-hmm. idea, right? Let's just take out the color, and white women can also be considered angry women. They they've been <laughs> tough and strong. Listen, okay. <laughs> You can't sell me on this one. I hear you. No, no, no. I'm not trying but, to sell you. I'm just saying you you gave your opinion. I'm just giving my opinion. Yeah, go. I, I just feel like I don't think I don't I don't think we have to exclude anyone. Why are we and I, are we really being soft women if we're if we're um gatekeeping this way? I don't believe that everything needs to be inclusive. And how are we gatekeeping when they keep everything from us? So we're trying to catch up. You're gatekeeping becoming a softer person. You're gatekeeping letting go of uh, aggression (laughs) or uh, aggressive learned behaviors. And I believe that we're trying to catch up to where they already are because they don't have those inherent behaviors because they don't grow up as having to be as hard as we do. We, We think being an angry black woman is inherent? I feel like that, okay, I'm not going to say it's an inherent, like we inherited this. I'm saying that we grow up in environments that build us to be that way in comparison to majority, the majority of. Right, right, right. I'm not denying you that. But why does that mean that we have to tell other races that they can't be soft like us? I don't I don't get it. We're I feel like we are trying to catch up to them. So we're with the soft life. So we've adopted the soft life because they did more like white women? No. Oh my goodness. No. What no. Happened? That's You said that's, to catch up with them. No, I because they already they they don't have to have a soft life era season because they're already there. Their life starts at a softer point. It's almost like I don't know if you've ever seen that video where it's like um, they show how people start at an advantage because they're, you know, they grew up in a two parent household mm-hmm. or whatever. It, with our environment, we start at a deficit. So we're catching up. And I'm not saying that we're trying to be like white women and be softer, but they don't have to. They're not breaking white, angry women narrative. 
they don't go into spaces and be like susan is aggressive so, wait a minute okay so so soft girl era is a movement to change societal views i wouldn't say that that's I what think, that sounds i think like. it is becoming that though okay. i think posting it is like you know i'm in my soft girl era but i think overall it's it's just changing the narrative because if we're changing then it's going to change eventually i don't know how long it's going to take might take another 400 years. We got another 30. <laughs> but I'm just saying that that I don't I don't believe that everything has to be inclusive and that is one where I don't think that they need to be a part of. I could be wrong. I I I might be loud and wrong right now. And no, I'm okay it's an with opinion. that. You can't be wrong. <laughs> okay. You think opinions can be wrong? They can have error in them, yes. Okay. You don't think opinions can be? No, because why would why do you have a fact if if that's the case? Okay. Facts wouldn't exist if opinions were right or wrong. Cuz facts are right or wrong. You're so black and white about everything <laughs> that I just be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't know. I am practicing my soft girl um, life. If you notice some changes, let me know. If you see me acting a fool, call me out. <laughs> I'm in the midst of it. I'm in the pit. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I think um, my soft girl life, I don't even, I don't think I'm trying to practice soft girl life. I'm just want to be better. So if that is me being well, softer, that would be practice. I want to be a better person. If being a better person, I have to be softer for it. I don't, I don't know if that's what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm like, oh, I'm going to be soft. I just want to be a better person. That, I, that might not be me being softer. So then are you in a soft girl era or no? I don't, I don't. Because now I'm confused. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm in a soft girl era because I haven't really stepped into to taking rest. <laughs> so what I believe a soft girl era is, I would love to step into it, but I'm not in the execute, in the execution phase. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm in my soft girl season. I'm just in a like, I just want to be better. Right, which is in where general. I was going with that when I tweeted that in 2018. Mm-hmm. But it became a movement. But yeah, that's essentially what it was for me. Is like I want. I don't know if it's. I don't know if better um, is the right word for me to use, but different. I want to be different. I want to be made whole. I want to be renewed. I'm about to start preaching. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so what are you going to make time for this week? You know, I thought about this question all day. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, I know I'm going to have to answer it. Um, But I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to make time to get, I know I say this a lot, but like for real this time, I'm going to make some time to get in my prayer closet. I feel like me, me and God are, um, we just coasting along right now. I feel like we are in not the type of relationship I want to be in with my Lord and Savior. So I'm going to make some time for that. Um, may- oh, maybe I'll fast. Okay. I got something to prepare for uh, coming up. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll fast. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut you out on here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but I am gonna start sending some text messages, <laughs> sending out some invitations. <laughs> Terrible. What are you gonna make time for? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that's what you're gonna make time for. <laughs> um, I mean, you implied it. I am um doing my first in person preaching. I'm actually going to 
preach. That sound it sounds and feels very weird. Um, I'm I am actually going to fast. So that's why when you're like, I think I'm going to fast. I'm like, I am. So join, join me. <laughs> I mean, I was going to fast the week um, before anyway, but I might fast this whole time. Yeah, I um. Are you fasting this whole time? Uh, yes, probably. I don't want to say this whole time. Like, have but, you started already? No, no, no. I'm oh, gonna, okay. That's what I mean. No, no. Um, but I am in my prayer closet. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's more. I have been reading my Bible like heavy, but I think I started that like even before I was told that I was going to speak in person. And so it was just like maybe me getting more prepared. Um, so that's what I'm going to be making time for. Every week for the next couple episodes. Okay, well, while you're in your prayer closet, yes, please look out for my boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look out for my boy. Can I say this before we go? Yeah, this is like a. I feel so honored when people reach out to me personally and and ask me to pray for them, and that feels a little weird. But it's like you trust me and my relationship with God to like intercede on your behalf and I'm making that probably more deep than it needs to be but like in this last week I've had two people like message me like pray for me and I'm like oh okay is there something specific and then they tell me what it is and I'm like okay that requires a little more trust and I feel like that's also I guess like I don't know I guess it's like affirming me and what I'm doing so like I don't know I just feel honored by by that that's beautiful. Thanks. That's beautiful. Shout out um, to God. If there's anybody else who is also a prayer warrior, you know. Yes. Pray for the, the the saints. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, dang. Am I, I'm not going to put her out there, but you know who I'm talking about. My girl. My girl. She just got out of the hospital. Pray for her, too. Jesus. <laughs> it, um, we got a lot going we're on. We're wrapping up, but people take care of your bodies. Yeah. It is very important. Take care of your bodies. And on that note, we love y'all. We out. We out. <laughs>